Welcome to this week's episode of the Life of the Bridal podcast. Please remember that we are not professional tipsters and always, always gamble responsibly. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Life on the Bridal podcast. I'm your host, as usual, William Taylor. Joining me are our two resident guests, Mr. Jack Holden. Hello. Afternoon. And uh, Mr. Josh Bursey, hello. Good evening. Nice to have you back after uh, I was forced to host last time out. Oh, um, well, you know, sometimes we have we have these things we've got to we've got to adapt. That's a good thing about us. Uh, and with that, we're going to start with some big breaking news. And that is that. Alaho, favourite for the Ryanair chase, is now out of Cheltenham. He's been ruled out of Cheltenham. They're met, hoping that he'll be back in time for Punchestown. Um, gents, what's our immediate reaction to that? How does that affect the market? Does that affect any of our punts? Or what, what should the listeners make of that? Well, we're recording at about quarter past six on Thursday evening before trials day and Bambridge is now into the seven to two favourite on the exchanges. You've got Stage Star and Envoy in at fives behind. Classic getaway. A little bit of money there. But the market's generally towards Bambridge. Mm. Mm. Jack? Just turn the paper shredder on. Um, just desperate really. Where are you involved, Jack? Where are you involved? You, you line up a all bit with a with a couple of free bets and uh, a few loose pounds, but you line up a nice a nice multiple. You think that's definitely going to go. That's that's a banker. And then eight weeks before the before the off, you you know you're licking your wounds. So I mean, personally, I I don't think it's it's massive news because I don't think he would have won. I am inclined to agree with you, Josh. I don't think he's the horse he once was. I don't think he beat much um, oh. at Turles over the weekend, really, did he? Oh no! I've just, I've just, I've just seen, I've just seen an anti-post fourfold in my, uh, my bet in. Uh, <laughs> and I realised <laughs> I had Alaho in the Ryanair chase. Oh, oh so, so, so both of you have been stung by Alaho. It's just me yeah. who remains unscathed. What do you? Oh. Um, it's interesting that they have. I'm looking at a, a certain bookmaker. They've got their no run, non-runner, no bet market up, and they have El Fabiola at six to four favourite. Well, I, I, I think if El Fabiola were to run, then I'm sure but, he'd do very well. But he's he, not going to go, is he? But do you think now that Alaho, I would say, the 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 likely the likeliest winner of that race is now out of the picture. Do we think that, that this is a potential route for Fabiola? Not at all. You'd rather win the champion chase than the Ryanair, surely? I, I don't understand why they'd switch. Why? why well, you know, you've, got, you've got the best horse. You beat John Bond last year. Why wouldn't you go for the champion chase and try and confirm the placings? If you don't go, you just look like you're running away. And the champion chase is, is, is a more prestigious... Uh, event to win than the Ryanair, which is, yeah, as we all know, it's, as I as I've said a number of times, is the place of the, uh, the, of the the Ryanair the, shouldn't the even exist. It should be the Champion Chase and the Gold Cup. Pick between the two, have a two mile five furlong handicap chase like the plate. That's it. Well, you don't you, you don't just, need you, a Ryanair. You just, you just want another handicap, though. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, bring back the novices handicap chase. I had a hundred percent record in that race, so. Two runnings, but there you go. Jeez, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just taken aback by the fact that I had uh, Alaho in the fourth hole. I didn't even realise that is uh, absolutely devastating. It, in in general, I think we this. I, I'm I'll just at the anti-post market. I, has this race fallen apart? Do you think is this? Do you think the the race has lost a, a big class angle? I mean, I'm looking at the top four and top three in the market now. Bambridge, Envoy Allen, Stage Star. Hmm. You obviously have the Envoy Allen, Alaho, same owner conundrum. So we never, yeah. we don't really know how that would have worked out. Mm-hmm. I would, I think they would have stuck Alaho with the Ryanair and potentially looked to move Envoy Allen to the Gold Cup trip. Stage Star, what do we think? I mean, last time he was at Cheltenham, he was 
he was he was pulled up, um, albeit off an enormous weight. Is that going to have a big impact? Do we think? Um, I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm, I, I'm, I, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be writing him off. I, I think you've got to put Envoy in the Ryanair now. I mean, he, he goes to the Ryanair. He won it last year. Um, I think we're all overlooking Appreciator though. I'd be interested well, in playing Appreciator at fourteen to one. I mean, he he ran very well at the festival last year in the Turners. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think we saw his true running over the weekends, but let, let's get into this later in our antiposception. I think we, I think yeah, we should. Yeah, move, yeah. We, should yeah, we, we, we can fall down into a rabbit hole here and just discuss for hours and end. But it's it's nonetheless big. It's nonetheless big development. Uh, okay, we'll 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 circle back to the. Um, well, Josh mentioned it. We'll talk about the weekend uh, developments. Obviously, we had um, the. Uh, Winter Million Festival at Lingfield, which uh, Jack and I were attending on the Sunday. Um, and of course, we had, which personally to me, we had the uh, return, the long awaited return of one of the best uh, chasers in Britain, uh, Long Press, or Long Press A, if you, yeah, if you were uh, determined to call it that. Um, was there, is that kind of performance there that makes you think about potential Gold Cup chances or? Were you kind of were you underwhelmed? I'm well. I having watched the race well live. I don't think that he's done his chances any harm at all. Protectorat in the past was a very high quality horse. I think he's on the yeah. into the twilight of his career now. I mean, he yeah. could still win Grade Twos, Grade Threes, handicaps if he gets a decent decent mark. But I think Long Press is on his way up towards challenging for for gold cups. He's getting to that age now. He's got the experience. Mm. I think that run will have done him the world of good. Yeah, is that one run, however, in well over a year, <laughs> is that going to be enough in terms of a prep run for a gold cup? Are they mm. going to try and find him one more before the festival? Probably not. No, I wouldn't have thought so. So he's going into the Gold Cup off of one run in eighteen months, a bit yeah. more. Um, yeah, I, I, I personally like. I, I wouldn't be getting involved in him at this stage. I think it's great to see he's there. Great to see another horse stake their claim mm. to be in with a chance. But based on beating Protector at by a couple of lengths, it's not Gold Cup yeah. form. No, but no. I. I mean, you know, Protectorate has, you know, he's come third in the Gold Cup and then fifth last year. So you know, there is there is a bit of pedigree there. I, I, I do, I do. He's got great place value. If you, the bookies will be off. Some bookies will offer four places. I yes. think he's got great place value for the Gold Cup. I, I completely, I can, I'm inclined to agree. I mean, I, I love the horse, so I, there's there's a natural bias there. Um, I thought he was, I was, dead, I was set on him. Uh, winning last year, of course, he didn't turn up. The injury was far more uh, worrying, that was far more serious than, than actually at first thought. So, or at least that they indicated. Um, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was quite impressive, quite an impressive win. There was obviously plenty of rust there. You saw Charlie Deutsch talking about how he really had to work quite hard, but once they found a rhythm towards the end, he, he looked looked pretty imperious. Um, was there anything else from the weekend you wanted to discuss? Um, well, we've, we've mentioned the. Um... The Aloha race, haven't we? Yes, yeah. Um, uh, I was a bit disappointed. Poor Jello fell <laughs> at the first obstacle at Lingfield. Um, I thought that, that was set up to be quite a nice little race. Um, JPR won the victor, but it was sad uh, we didn't get to see Jello. Hopefully he hasn't uh, taken that fall too hard and we can see him later on in the season. So I, th- I think he's a he's definitely a horse on the up. Mm. He's had some... Mm inconsistencies this season but hopefully he's uh he's competing towards the um the trophy end of the season yeah i mean there was there wasn't too much more last weekend obviously ascot and haydock were off a few of their races have been rearranged for this weekend at cheltenham and doncaster um so we're gonna we're gonna look forward to them a little bit later but before we get on to that i just want to ask you flat out both of you yeah what Price, if you were to play Long Press 
place only now for the Gold Cup, which you think would be acceptable, three places? So you want the the place only prize? Um, I am gonna go and say I think it'll be fairly short because I I think I think I I don't know what I don't know the prices, but before Sat Sunday it was sixty around about sixteens. I'm not asking what you I'm not asking what you think the price will be. I'm asking what price you would play at. Oh, oh, I I play anything above six to five. Okay, Jack. I'll, I'll probably look for about six to, six to four and, and above. I think you, close to evens. I doubt, doubt you'll. I don't doubt there's value there because I, I could see myself putting him in because I think it'll happen. Whether that's value is another thing. I'll say six to four for me. Fill your boots, lads. Seven to four. Oh, brilliant! Where's that? Four. Fill your well, boots. I think he. Who's he got above them? GDC, Shishkin, Galapan. Um, I mean, you've, you've got you know Jerry Colon, Fast or Slow. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. I'm telling you now. The top three for the Gold Cup in any order will be Galapan, Deschamps, Shishkin, and Lompress. And then um, you have aren't, aren't you forgetting Hewitt? No, Hewitt will come fourth. Oh. <laughs> they'll right. be a top four. They'll be a top four. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that. I like that. That's, um... There you go. So if you get four places, they'll be the four to choose. Uh, right. Okay. Um, we'll move swiftly on. Chat. I believe you've got uh, kind of a list challenge for us. I believe. Well, I think with the Dublin Racing Festival coming up um, Saturday week, is it? Well, well, next week. Um, I asked. Uh, Messrs. Taylor and Bursey, whether they could come up with a, li- their, a list of their five favourite races from the other side of the Irish Sea. So, National Hunt races had to be, apart from that, it was fair game. So, I'm really interested to uh, see what they've come up with. So, uh, Josh, <laughs> start with you. Wow. Um, might surprise some people. Um but I've gone for a handicap for the fifth race. Oh, what a shock. <laughs> and uh, as, as you know, I love to find a handicap winner. And we are going for the Paddy Power Chase held at Leopardstown over Christmas, over three miles. Um, it's always a great race. I think we saw um, we saw Meeting of the Waters win it this year. And um, it is the home of Jerry Hannon's Roaring Bull. Oh. Commentary. Uh, nice. um, so for that reason, it had to go into the five. It just wow. had to. Yeah, I, I implore anyone who hasn't heard it. If you just Jerry Hannon roaring bull on YouTube, magic. Will <laughs> I mean, number <nice>. five. <laughs> uh, well, how unlike... could you follow that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't. Unlike Josh. I've uh, I've uh, knocked off many handicaps in this in this five. In fact, actually, I have, I have precisely zero handicaps here. I just show my disdain. Only graded company here. Uh, uh, number five, I've gone with a John Durkin. I just think uh, at Punches Town, two mile, three and a half furlong. Um, obviously, it's 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 you know it's a fair, it's a, you know, obviously a race that's been used as a prep for the big the big chases to come up I just think it's perfect to go at number five really that's it I've got nothing else to say yeah well well all, all the juicy <laughs> Josh back to you well I I'm going for a race again I quite like it's another handicap in at number oh. four oh, <laughs> we are going we to the list hole Harvest Festival in September for the Kerry National. The oh, grade, wow. the grade three <laughs> Kerry National, um, <laughs> in which our great friend Hewick, um, yeah. fell at the last a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, yes. very yeah. disappointing, but it was won by Desert Moor House this year. It's always a really competitive, fantastic race, and I always make sure that I watch it with a keen eye. A keen eye. <laughs> worth, worth, worth taking the day off for, or 
<laughs> look, look. If if, if I could be there, if I if I could be there, I would. Wow, love that. Well, uh, this is uh, a really bitter one <laughs> because um, I imagine I imagine Josh is going to get quite angry here. He could rile up a few people. That's, that's <laughs> but in fourth, I've gone for the Hatton's Grace hurdle. Wow, a <laughs> fairy house, the Queen's race. Yeah, uh, purely because not purely because, but one of the, the great thing that pushed it into the top five ahead of another race is it is the fact that it was the first time Honeysuckle was beaten. <laughs> wow, I mean, I mean, I I I really dislike Two Hippie. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, um, Josh, it was, it was all about the fact classical dream came second. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> and the bandwagon well it didn't stop there but it, it almost stopped there <laughs> yes um, but I also like the fact it's a kind of I like a kind of two and a two and a half mile hurdle race it's just yeah. it's a shame there's not one at Cheltenham um, yes uh, there you go that's number four for me back to you Josh well um, the next three races are going to be races that I thought I'd be a bit different. Races that are quite personal to me in terms of uh, punting achievements. Oh, so, as yeah. you know, I like to find a big priced winner. Um, mm. I've had the winner of uh, this race the last two years in a row. Okay. And it's the Galway Plate. Oof. The Galway Oof. Plate. Ashtree Meadow came home in front this year and, again, our friend... Hewitt won it the year before. Yeah. It's a yeah. fabulous race. Hewitt at 16 to 1 that day was ridiculous value. Ridiculous mm. value. And he nearly got taken out by a loose horse on the running. But it's always, mm. again, a really competitive field in the midst of the Galway Festival. One year I'll be there. Hopefully soon. Uh, right, okay, it's time for my third one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Irish champion hurdle at Leopardstown, not the Punchestown champion hurdle. Um, I will say, and this is not just because this was another race Honeysuckle was beaten in. Uh, that is, as I was saying, another, <laughs> another, another, another contributing factor. But again, um, I, I do love a two-mile hurdle race, uh, and I, but also it's a, a real shame that we're not going to see Constitution Hill um, there this, uh, this time around. Nikki, if you're listening, uh, just you know, do something. Yeah, bring, you know, take not a risk. It's not a risk, but you know, it's a, you've got a great horse there. Uh, sorry, this is not a constitution. Sure, yeah. yeah, exactly. Come on, let's 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 see him. Yeah. Let's see let's let's see him win. But yeah, the Irish champion hurdles. Uh, I don't think I need to really say anything else. It's a top race. Yeah, top race. Um, number two. Um, again, it's based on a big winner I had. A 66-1 winner of the Irish Grand National at Fairy House. Oh, uh, very good. Now, I love the Irish National. I love mm. the Irish National. It's such a great race. Um, always so many fantastic horses. And Lord Lariat came home at 66-1 a few years ago. Oh, it was sensational. It's a great race. And um, I don't know if, uh, if either of you are watching a couple of years on ITV Racing where they broadcast the starter shouting at the jockeys who are coming in too fast. My word, he did get angry. Great, great scenes. Great scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes, yeah. No, I, Josh, I, I would just like to say this is a bit of a spoiler now. For the, I've only got two left. Um, I, I don't have the Irish National in there, but I was very, I was tempted to do it, but then I decided to go on the route of no handicaps. I thought Josh will have it in there as well, so we don't need to have it in there. Um, it, number two, this is it. This is two, isn't it? Or was it three? It's two. This is two, okay. two. two. So I'm torn between one, one that is definitively actually the best, and then one that I just want to put in there because it gives me a bit of credibility. So I don't know what I'm going to go. I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have the best one as the best. At number two, I've got the Royal Bond. And this is purely because this is the race that Marine National won uh, last year. Was it last year? Well, technically the year before. Oh, I get confused with the years now. Um, Marine National won, and that, of course, was the springboard to win the Supreme, much to the favourite backers. Uh, annoyance, uh, Jack. I imagine you were being one of them. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so from there, I thought that's your supreme winner. Barry Connell thought the same. It just gives me a bit of credibility. Two mile novice hurdle. What can you think? Oh, that fairy house, of course, as well. Nice, Josh. Now, Jack, Jack, I'm coming back to you because uh, so far I've had four handicap chases. Yeah. Um, Do you think I'm going to break the mould? Well, well, what I'll say is for for anyone who plays, uh, um, has has a bingo card for this, you know, whenever we say one of our catchphrases, you would have ticked off Josh's. I just love a handicap at the start, <laughs> at the start yeah. of this segment. No, yes, um, yes, yes. But you know what? I'm, I, th- I think you're going to... No, I don't. I don't, because you've got no creativity. <laughs> well, actually, actually, it's not a handicap chase. Oh, Is it a handicap? It's a handicap hurdle. Oh. <laughs> um, it is the brown lads handicap hurdle at Nace. Wow! Can anyone tell me why? Can anyone tell me why? Nate is a. Yeah, you had a big win. You had a big win. Three words. Watch House Cross. Oh, right. Oh, that's not. Yeah. That's another one. Watch House Cross as well mentioned. Need I say more? Will, over to you. Gee, where's. I mean, oh god! Wonder why? Uh, wonder why our ratings are on the spot roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Josh. Uh, what hey, is happening? Hey. What's, what, I mean, what's, ha- what's happening? Yeah, Josh. Um, well, you know, he's, he's run a couple of good races in defeat. Um, one of them six. One of them. He was he ran in the Paddy Power this year. So you know. Great. Yeah. All, all, all go well, but I'm no longer involved, so I, I don't I, care. I, I saw Paddy Power at the hotel at Cheltenham. Yeah, yeah. So did I. Tucking breakfast. I was going to say, Josh, that I, I think you've been quite, you've been quite quiet recently. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, is, is there been some bad news? I mean, like, uh, I'm, like I say, I'm not, I'm not involved anymore. Oh gosh. I, I, mean, I have probably, told you this before, but... You probably told me, but I completely didn't... Right, this is sidetracking, that's pretty... Okay, well, oh, wow. some, some more news as I've just dropped my pen. Ever the professional here on Life of the Bridal. Um, my number one is the Savills Chase. Uh, Lapis yeah, Town at Christmas time. Three, just over three miles. You, let's just, just go through some of the winners here. GDC, Conflated... Galvin, Aplutard, Delta oh. Work, Kemboy. Uh, that's just in the last. Aplutard, what a horse, what a horse. Yes, yes. Who's who of great exactly. exactly, exactly. So, I mean, like, you know, I mean, going back, you've got Denman, Beef or Salmon, Dompoli. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh. no, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a race stacked with, um, with, with talent and credibility. It's, and it's, uh, it's a Christmas time as well. I mean, just after, but. It's uh, just uh, it's always something to look forward to because you have the big day of racing on Boxing Day, and you think there's a few days where it's a bit quiet, and then you've got the Savile's Chase to look forward to. So yeah, yeah, I think that's my number one. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for that, gents. Yeah. Have you got a favourite Irish race, Jack? Yeah, I do actually. I'm actually really pleased you asked because uh, my favourite is the Conquin BMW Handicap Chase. It's the three mile seven race at the Punchestown Festival, and it, it was uh, my biggest ever Irish winner, nine to one. That's all. Pictures and cream, one in twenty twenty two, three mile seven. Wow! You didn't you didn't expect a handicap chase, but you were not. I genuinely that. wasn't, but you know what? I am yeah. delighted. <laughs> delighted. Whereas I, whereas Jack, I'm absolutely sickened. <laughs> well, I think that's good. We've, we've seen we've seen both sides of the national hunt um, divide there, the, the handicaps against the actual proper races. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, right, that was all good fun. Let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the big one this Saturday. We've got Trials Day at Cheltenham. Uh, quite a good card, of course. I mean, I did mention it before. There's no Constitution Hill. We've known that for a while. I think we knew that for even longer before anyway, which is a real shame. But it's still a super card. Um, it is, absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll start with the first the first race of the day being uh, a juvenile 
hurdle, which I know Josh absolutely loves. But I think, <laughs> but, but I think we have found a juvenile hurdle that you're interested in, aren't you, Josh? Yeah, I, you know, I, I have actually been on the Burdett Road train this season. Um, I think the way in which they've entered him up, especially entering him in the international hurdle this weekend and in the champion hurdle in March suggests that they think he is very, very good. And mm. a horse that has won a Royal Ascot race as well mm. isn't going to get scared at the festival. They are going there to do their job. And I think, it, come the Triumph Hurdle in March, I think he'll have a very, very good chance. Having said that, so Gino is a decent horse, and they both yes. have very good form. The form of both their last time out wins has been franked several times by the placed horses. Um, it's a very tough race. Um, I, I don't think Burdett Road is value at the 11 to 10 that's currently on offer uh, with a couple of firms. But then again, I wouldn't want to play against him either. I wouldn't want to lay that, certainly. So I don't think I'll be having a bet, but I'm going to enjoy that race very much. Jack, we know that you're you're very much in the yeah. Burdett Road hype train. There's, there's, um, there's, there's, there's no point in having a conversation about this. Burdett Road will win. He'll be in a different... The others will be in a different postcode at the time oh. this race finishes. Oh. We always have to say, you know, please, everyone, always gamble responsibly. Yes, but when it comes so. to the festival, smash it. it I, I'm, I, it's, it's a certainty. It's, it's, the, it's the banker of the festival. It's the banker of Saturday. He's going to hose up. Ten lengths minimum. Wow. I'd be I, I shocked ju- if it was less than 10 lengths. Goodness me. I'll just say, I, I think Burdett Road is a very, very good horse. And I think it, it's the most likely winner. But I just am worried that you are, you're not quite appreciating that Sergino is a very good horse as well. Uh, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on the whole, I wouldn't be getting on the lengths. So I just want to make that clear to our listeners that there are different opinions out there. Uh, no, I, I'll say to our listeners, these two, they never listen. They never learn. I mean, I have copy and paste for other things. I've said I'm on the Burbit road train. I mean, come on. To place those, isn't it, Bridget? Yeah, but there's no... Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's not the be-all and end-all. I'll put my neck on the line. You know, my reputation in the horse racing world is pretty small, but it'll be attacked if it doesn't come through. Oh, oh, dear. Dear. It's, at least the listeners will be entertained. Right, let's move on. Uh, the next race, twelve forty. Uh, it's a lovely novices handicap chase. Um, you've got uh, Ginny's Destiny at four to one. Blow your wad six to one. Theatre Man thirteen to two. Titan of Elt seven to one. And the, jo- the horse that Josh mentioned uh, off air just now, Unexpected Party at sixteen. So I've mentioned that because I'm going to lead in with Josh. Why you're interested in Unexpected Party? Uh, well, I think when you look at the form. And you, I mean, I know that Dan Dan Skelton is, you know, he's got Fergus Gillard on board. But you look at the form, and he's this is a novice's handicap chase. He he ran fifth in one of your classic Cheltenham two mile four furlong novice chases this year. He beat Nappers yeah. Hill over the same distance. Yeah. At Chepstow, if you look back to his run in the festival last year, he ran in the Turners, and he was fifth. To stage star, but beaten less than 10 lengths. Yeah. And when you combine that with the fact that he's getting six pounds from Ginny's Destiny and he's off racing off level weights with Blow Your Wads, I think 16 to 1 is a massive, massive price for a horse that has so much potential. Now, it was 20 to 1 earlier today. Mm-hmm. There has been oh, yes. a little bit of clipping in. I don't think he'll go off double figures. I think you're most likely looking at eight to one, that kind of area, fifteen to two, perhaps nine to one. Um but I'm not quite sure what else you have in the race. I mean you have got blow blow your one is fine. You've got S Perfecto perhaps. Persian time will probably improve for the step up in trip, but I don't think he's one for the hurly burly of a uh a handicap chase around Cheltenham. So Unexpected party, 16 to 1. Happy in that. Four places. 
Interesting. Good case. Jack, any any interest here? I mean, it is well, a novice's I, handicap. I think this is going to be a, just a superb race. I mean, for a novice handicap chase, the top seven in the market on one particular bookmaker are between four to one and eight to one. I think that's you know superb. This is the, this is the depth in British racing that we need. We need we need more races going off like this. I mean, yes. I look at the top of the market. Ginny's Destiny is a four to one uh, joint favourite at the moment. Course and distance form, the Cobden Nichols combination. I think, you know, that, that that's strong strong vibes. But twelve stone, that's that's a big weight to shoulder all the way around over two, you know, almost two five. So I don't have a I don't have a. a a, a bet for you in this race. I think I'll just I'll just sit back and enjoy this because I think it's going to be a superb race, an absolute ding yeah. dong. Hopefully up hopefully up the hill for for head to head over the last. That's what I'm hoping for. Yes, I just want to say something quickly. Am I missing something here? Because I see Ginny's Destiny as uh, form with Idalku uh, Bahui and lost quite heavily, and then of course blow your wad. Beats relatively comfortably at Kempton. Am I just missing? And but Ginny's Destiny is a much shorter price. Am I just missing something there, or am I just looking? For something I, like I, I I don't think you can read too much into Ginny's Destiny first run of the season. To be honest, definitely yeah, mass, massive improvement since then. Yeah, um, I, I think it was more or less a prep run. Yeah, no, yeah. I think what you've got what you've also got to think about though it's trials day you've got to think about the record of this race in throwing up festival winners and um, you look at um, last year stage star won this yeah the year before was Imperial Alcazar admittedly not a festival winner but did run fairly well at the festival yeah a, a, a classic festival nearly man I um. Imperial Aura won this race, I think it was 2020, and went on to win the Novices Handicap Chase on the Tuesday of that year. And I can't remember, but it might have been simply the Bets who won it the year after. Um, It might have been. I can't, no, I think simply the Bets might have been actually second to Imperial Alcazar that year. Um, Mm. But it has got a really good race, like a really good record for predicting winners. So just keep an eye on whoever does win this for their festival target. Very good. Right, we'll move on to the third race today, quarter past one, Paddy Power, Cheltenham Countdown, Podcast Handicap Chase. I shouldn't have said that because that's uh, giving uh, our rivals uh, some uh, airtime, but it's uh, we've got Il Rodosa at four to one, Excello at six to one, Victorino 13 to two, Hitman 15 to two, easy as that, 10 to one, um, and 11 to 1 bar, although, of course, another horse that Josh, I'm sure, will mention. We've got Garlaw at 12s. Um, Jack, thoughts here? Is it a, is it a, is it, is it a Cobden Nichols uh, loving again? Well, these sorts of races aren't my, aren't my strongest. I very, well, I do find winners, but I can't say with much frequency, especially at Cheltenham. I tend to read into things a little bit too much, but. You know, another two mile, four and a half furlong race, favourite four to one. I think it's just been a cracking watch. I can't say I've got anything particular. Victorino, um, I've been a fan of the horse in the past. Hopefully turns up on the day. You've got Gar Law running in there, who has won some races for us in the past. But I <laughs> um, <clears throat> couldn't back with any confidence personally. Um, so it's just going to be another watching affair for me. I think I'm sure Josh has got something uh, lined up. He's got a grin on his face like he has. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you know who I'm going to tip up in this, don't you? But it is Garlaw. Yeah. Um, Ignore now, everything I've just said. <laughs> Garlaw, he won the ha- handicap chase at the November meeting a few years ago. In um, yeah, he did beating. French Dynamite, who's a yes. very good horse in his own right. Midnight River, who has won those handicap chases. Il Redoso, uh, yeah, who has won those handicap chases. Looking further down the field, you've got Natalam, who is now well a Welsh, Welsh National. Grand National winner. 
You have got Simply the Bets, who is a very good horse in those races. And you've got a horse I really like in Galahad Quest, who, again, not, is not really Fist, good Josh. in those races. <laughs> I mean, you've also got Stolen Silver and Cool Cody in that race yeah. as well. Admittedly, yeah. they didn't finish the race. But no. that's very, very good form in my eyes. Now, next time out, he went to a handicap at Doncaster. And mm-hmm. you two know as well as anyone that I was adamant he was going to win that. This was, this yeah. was on, on, on the set, you know, it was on trials day last year yeah. up at Doncaster. Um, yeah. He was going okay when he fell a few out. However, if you look at how he's been campaigned since then, I think it's clear to the eye he doesn't stay three miles. He, he was mm-hmm. fifth in the Ryanair, less than 10 lengths behind Envoy Allen. He yeah. was pulled up then in a graded race, um, over three miles at Aintree behind Shishkin. He has mm. then had a prep race over hurdles at Weatherby and he's yeah. gone and run okay in the um the old Hennessy. I'm not gonna call it its new name, but the Hennessy. Yeah, yeah. Um when again, until he got into the straight, he was fine. But he doesn't stay three miles and that's over three miles and two furlongs. Yes. Twelve to one is a ridiculous price. I think he has got a very good shot at winning this. I, I would also like to mention Jatoile, who won the old drone um, this season, but it was a pretty farcical race where all of the fences up the home straight were removed. So I don't think he can win read too much into that. And I don't think the form has done too much. I mean, you've got Do Your Job in seventh, who's gone and won a race over Christmas. You've got That's All Right Gino, who did then go and win um, the mm. Hennessy. But I... I don't think they ran their races that day. I don't think it's particularly good form. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, I am. I don't know what I'm going to play here. I'm going. To, I'm just going to play it on the day. Just go up to it. Just go up to it. Just go up to the stall and add over some money and probably not get it back. Um, Gamble responsibly. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Of course, of course. Um, Right, the 10 to 2, we've got the Cotswold Chase, grade 2. And I was just saying, um, I was just saying to Josh off air that I just think this is just, it's just not really very inspiring. I'm sorry. Uh, three mile, one and a half furlong. You've got Stay Away Fay, 3 to 1. Royal Pagai, 10 to 3. Real Wacker, 9 to 2. Ahoy Senor, gosh, 6 to 1. Dapsal Regino at 6 to 1. And Capadano, 8 to 1. Uh, so, uh, what are you on about? I, I think it's a brilliant race. I'm sure it'll be a good race. But it's just, I'm just like saying, it just doesn't... It, I mean... <sighs> all right, fine. Sure. But you, have, you have Horton Stairway Fate, who is clearly on the up. Royal Pagai, um, one that Haydock yeah. did really nicely, beat Brave Man's Game. Could be, could be a horse... On, on on the rebound. The real whacker, a couple of disappointing runs last time, but at his home course at Cheltenham. You mm-hmm. have a Hoyt Senor who, you know, God knows what's gonna what's gonna happen with him. That's all right, Gino. For yeah. uh, Sheen and Snowden. I mean the, the Hennessy winner. Um a convincing Yeah, no, winner. no, you, and no then, yeah, 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 you're right. And then you've got Capadano who Paul Townend Yeah, um, no, you're right, you are a right. man who's I'm, Lost on many an odds on favourite has come over for a six to one shot. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say he off. hasn't come over for a six to one shot. I'd say he's come over for Lossy Mouth later on the cards, and they've they've taken Capadano over with Lossy Mouth to make up the numbers in the van. Yeah, um, with the <laughs> um, But but I agree. I do think whoever um, was pricing up this market probably on the wines while they were doing it, because I don't think Capadano should be the outsider of the field. Um, I think wow. that's... that that You know, I think Capadano's hey, well, a decent Josh horse. Came, came third in what apparently my favourite race in Ireland, so... <laughs> <laughs> Capadano is a, a really, really decent horse. Um, I, you know, he's not had the easiest time of it. There have been a fair few breaks in his career that he's had enforced. I mean, you've got a horse in That's All Right Gino who has gone and stepped up to three miles for the first yeah. time, has absolutely romped home in the Hennessy, really, really impressively. You've got a Hoy Senor who 
would have won the Gold Cup last year had he stayed up. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> this is no, bingo, like, cards, I, bingo I, cards out. I am yeah. joking. I am joking. Should we talk about Envoy Allen and how he was the best horse in the Ryanair as well? Yeah, because I was, um, was, was going to really say... Was. When and we he, came, and he came over 12 to 1 for me, so I was, I was having a <laughs> Um Obviously, Envoy <laughs> Allen's not in this, but I'm just completing the bingo card for all of yeah, you out there. Um, <laughs> I was going to get it in earlier, Josh, but you beat me. So I, I, right. I, I don't... I, you know, I think the real whacker will be more at home in this race than any race he's yeah. been in this season at Cheltenham, not in a handicap. I don't know... How you can have Royal Pagai ten to three? Yes. When I, I completely agree. He's not going to get his ground. Um, I would have Royal Pagai, even though you know you want the better chase. Probably as one of the outsiders of the field. Um, I I completely agree with you, Josh. I'm not just saying that to be some sort of lapdog. I, stay I, stay I, away. Faye is fine. I mean, you know, Nichols putting a novice in here um, tells you what he thinks of the novice, and I do think stay away, Faye stays all day. I think you're going to have to be really clever to beat Stay Away Faye in that if you if you pass Stay Away Faye, Stay Away Faye is going to want to come back at you. So mm. I think you've, you've got to be clever and nail Stay Away Faye on the line. But I do think there are horses in the race that can do this. I, I don't think it's a betting race. I'll probably end up having an emotional bet on a horse in your just because he won it last year for me. And I was on, and did, I was very, very, very happy with that. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's a tough race. I'm just quite looking forward to it. I think it will develop quite nicely, and it will serve up a thrilling finish. Who's your pick, Will? Uh, if you had to, I, if you had to. If I had to, I'd be looking at That's the Right Gino. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm very interested to see. If, if, he, if he can pull something out here, where does he go? in seven weeks' time. Where yes. do you place him in seven weeks' time? Because if he wins this, he's going to have a stinker of a mark for any of the handicaps. Mm-hmm. Um, well, or, 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 you never know. Maybe they don't want to win it. I'm not going to ask his Jamie Snowden and the team there, but... It, it could be a possibility. I'm just not ruling it out. But I, I you know, that's the same with any horse in any race. Really. A prep run. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, I just want to say, I do take back the comments I made about this race not being as rage. See, I, it's, I'm, it's, <laughs> I, I realise I I've got confused with the uh, Clarence House, so, which is next. And that's a lovely, lovely, little, <laughs> a lovely little segue into the Clarence House chase, which I do think is really disappointing. I mean, you've got John Bourne at 3-1 to one on, Edith Dujit at 7-1, to one, which I'm sure Jack would cheer on because of the women Crystal Palace connections. Uh, Alexia Donuts, a favourite of Paul Keeley at 16-1. to one, Fugitive, a favourite of Josh Bursey at 16-1. to one, And Nube Negra at 16-1 to one as well. I feel like they just said all the 16s. Um, OK, can we all just agree here? But uh, John Bonner win fairly fairly easily. Um, Edited sheet will try and lead them off, and Fugitive may get second. So Josh, will be pleased about. I mean, I mean, I mean, what what is well. what is Fugitive best at? What is his best thing? He is best at finishing second. Well, I mean, we beat Ilbrodoto last time. You can get by not much shorthand. Nine to two, the forecast. John Bonner well, Fugitive. Johnny Fuji. I mean, I'm a, uh, well, I quite like Elixir the Nuts. No. What, for the win <laughs> or for the second? Oh, I think I think there's place value there. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a brave, brave old horse that always performs admirably, always sticks to the task. I think he'll get into a bit of a, che- in, into a, he'll get a bit carried away with John Bond. They'll, they'll go head to head. John Bond will pull away and I think he'll be uh, there for the taking in second. So it looks into that second for me. I think what you've got to ask yourself is because well, Fugitive was also entered for the two mile four and a half furlong handicap chase. Why didn't he go for that? Well, that, that they, that's what I think you've got to ask yourself. I I think they think that Fugitive can grab second, third at the least here. So I think the the forecast is a good play. And I think if you if you double it with Gar Law as well, that'd be great. Oh no, oh. Oh, we're not falling for that one again, Josh. Bingo. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's best that we move on here because John Bond will win fairly handily and then it'll be a fight for second. Right, we'll move on to three o'clock, which is the international hurdle. And of course the big talking point, as we've mentioned already, is the lack or the omission or whatever you want to call it, the, the well, the no constitution hill. You've got Lossy Mouth in there though, which is relatively interesting at five to six. Love Envoy eleven to four, Rupert five to one, Set First Street at twenty five to one, and Guard Your Dreams at thirty three to one after a long layoff. Okay, so do we just accept here that Lossy Mouth is going to win? And uh, uh, well, it's no, 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 it's not. I will, I will say, no one loves losing on the odds on favourite more than Paul Townend. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, Lossy Mouth yeah. has won a triumph hurdle. That's it. Lossy Mouth has not raced in proper company. I, I, five to six is not a price to play Lossy Mouth. I'm looking at Love Envoy close to two to one. I don't think there's value there. It would not surprise me if she served it up to Lossy I, I considered Love Envoy, but I thought over two miles, I wasn't sure. May not have the turn of the foot. Rubo is an interesting one as well. I mean, lots of competition here at Christmas by yeah. ten lengths, but yes. mean, I mean, lots of good horses lose by ten lengths to Constitution. Yeah, Hill. but 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 Constitution Hill didn't was barely didn't get out of second gear in that race, and I, I, I thought Rubo would get. I didn't think he. I didn't. I also thought Constitution Hill was going to win, win relatively comfortably, but I thought Rubo might give him, a, might force him to work a bit. He just there's no real challenge um, there. Well, I, well, you see, I I think Rubo is my play here. I but, genuinely, but is that, is, well, like, five to, at five to one, really. Yeah, genuinely, I'm I'm very happy to have a play on Rubo here. I think five to one is a little bit of value. I think you should probably be getting about about three to one, five to two. So I'm happy to play just purely for the value. So he's beaten beaten some decent horses. He holds first street on form. Two miles is his trip. He is a speed horse. Lossy Mouth is a bit of an unknown. We haven't seen her in a while. She only won the Triumph Hurdle. You know what I think of that race. I do think Love Envoy will win the Mayor's Hurdle this year. I really do. But I think Rubo for this. I think you have to play Rubo. Okay. I'd just like to uh, draw your attention at the bottom of the market. Guard your dreams. We'll be uh, making a, a reappearance after 662 yeah. days. Yes, a very long uh, way off. Last yeah. seen unseating uh, the ride rider. Yes, um, but I don't know. well, well, and guard your dreams has won this race before. Uh, there is, there is, there is. The, the the international used to be in a December meeting. Yes, sorry. So, yes. so he's yeah. he's what he's won yeah. this race before. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. By uh, I mean, they're, they're, he, by half a length. Yeah. Been in good, good with good company horses, but six hundred and sixty-two days off. That's a uh, yes. It, it really is. It's it's a thirty-three to one though. Uh, uh, yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna move on to the three thirty five where I think we all know well if you have been listening to this podcast or if you know us you'll know what Jack's gonna be saying about this so we'll um, come to him we'll come to him last just so we can uh, <laughs> just so we can really build up the the inevitable um, obviously so we have flight deck at twenty five to one we have strong leader at ten to one. Uh, Botox has at, or Har at ten to one. Champ at thirteen to two. Noble Yates at four to one. That's come in since I last saw. And Dashel Drash at seven to two. And then there's another horse that's favourite, and I can't remember what it's called. Um, <laughs> no, of course it's Paisley Park at eleven to four. Uh, Josh, we'll start with you because we'll keep Jack waiting. Um, are you you were always a big fan of Dashel Drash, weren't you? But I yeah. doubt I, I doubt you'll be getting involved somehow. No, yeah, I, I was a big fan of Dashel Drasher. Um, oh, I might play Dashel Drasher, I'm not sure. I mean, you, you look at Paisley Park and you think, does Paisley Park hold Champ on form? Yes. Does Paisley Park hold Botox has on form? Yes. Realistically, is Flight Deck good enough? No. Is Strong Leader good enough? 
You don't know over the trip, but probably not. Noble Yates is probably here for a prep, so it's between the top two in the market. Um, I think with, with working out the Paisley Park and Dashall Drasher form, they're quite tightly intertwined. They were quite close together um, at Ascot last time in the long walk. But then, um, you know, Dashall Drasher finished ahead of Paisley Park in this last year and was second, not third, second in a Sayers hurdle. T. Hooper yeah. should not have been awarded that position. I don't care what you say. Um, so, yeah, mm. I mean, I, I, it's a tough race. I mean, I wonder what price the forecast is. Mm-hmm. But I, I, just, I, I, I think, think it's, it's a no-bet race. I think it's a watching, watching brief for me. And I think it's now time, finally, to hand over to the chairman of the Paisley Park Fan Club. Uh, Jack, um, there you yep. go. You, the floor is yours. Wax lyrical, all you like. Right, well, <clears throat> just look at this market. I mean, flight deck, strong leader, no chance. Forget about it. <laughs> Botox half, you know, not not even a... doesn't even do well in handicaps most of the time. Out the back door, uh, champ. Yeah. Had... Yeah. You know, had his time, got lucky, bubbles burst. No, <laughs> yeah, had his time, bubbles burst. Out the back. <laughs> oh, uh, Noble Yates was a great winner of the Grand Nationals. Oh, no, I'm not having this. No, no, Noble Yates came fourth at a Gold Cup. <laughs> yeah, Paisley Park won the Stayers Hurdle. I know what our brother did. Dashville Drasher, you know, uh, just not just not even a, a pretender, not even a really good one. I mean, you know, you showed up when other horses were having a bad day. And then you have Paisley Park, who placed multiple times on the Stairs Hurdle, won a Stairs Hurdle, has just yeah. dominated... <laughs> You know this race in the past gave them. He, he gave. He might as well have given them fifty lengths last year. He still would have won. He absolutely battered them after doing pirouettes at the start. This is a non-contest. Paisley Park is the greatest British stayer for many, many a year. He is not going, only going to win this race. He's going to win the stairs hurdle in March. You've heard oh him. Gosh. Sixteen to one. It's on. It's right. happening. Hang on, let's, let's just say, just no. for transparency for no. the listeners, is this going no. with the same man that was no. on another horse for the stairs? No, <laughs> it's over. The race is done. Paisley Park will win on Saturday. He will win in March. He will go down as the greatest British staying hurdler of all time. I'd like to refute that with a with a reasonable argument in that there are no front runners in the stayers hurdle. Paisley Park will not win off a crawl in the Stayers Hurdle. He has no chance. Well, he'll just give them 20 lengths at the start and make it up at the end. It works. <laughs> He's done it before. Jeez. Well, I mean, you know, listeners, if you if you want passion, you you got it. You don't you won't find that on many other. Um, Move on. Ten past four. Other, right, I'll lead us into this. Podcasts. The ten past four. So uh, we've got chocolate on <laughs> <laughs> Gidley oh, Park. This is what I like. I love the park double. Or you, I mean, it's just, I'm so... Gidley Park, Paisley Park, Burnley Road. The Park Road treble. Just smash in. <laughs> what price was that, Gidley? What price I don't was know. I'll look it up now. Hang on. Well, while you do that... Well, yeah, while you, yeah, while you do that, we'll... Um, uh, yeah. Well, I'm just... I'm not even in shock. I'm stunned. I'm, I'm stunned. I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> I'm just. I mean, I'm still trying to think. Work out how much Jack had on uh, on um, on Telem, was it? Or Dilem, it just I means it. more. It, <laughs> <laughs> how much did you have on it, Jack? On on who? On what? Telem. On, on Telem. Oh, nothing. Pretender. You, I mean, were you, were you not on? No, no. You, you definitely said you, you were on Telem. You were, you definitely said you're on. No. Well, you've got nothing on it now. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> well, well, well. Shall we talk about um, the final race, the the novices handicap hurdle on the card? Yeah, let's please do. Um, uh, Jack mentioned some of them. Did he? I don't know if he mentioned prices. You've got Gidley Park at five to four, Johnny Who six to one, Isaac Desobo fourteen, Lord of Thunder fourteens, Antrim Coast sixteens, Lucky Play sixteens, Chocolate Block thirty threes, and Moon Dorange at thirty threes. 
Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it's it's probably between the top two in the market. I mean, I'd, I'd be very happy to side with Gidley Park here, I think. He's probably, I don't think he's got much of a chance against the Irish ones in the Ballymore. Mm. But I still think he's a decent horse. And I still think when you take into account the fact that Johnny, who ran in that um, that shallow hurdle, which looked absolutely attritional, like the grounds there looked completely yeah. bottomless. Um, and he was one of the could four you, who were in it. Josh, would you say that it was potentially deplorable? <laughs> I, I think that, that is a word you could potentially use to describe it. Uh, can, that, can we bingo, just, bingo. Bingo. just call a timeout here? Just call a timeout. The Park Road treble has been priced up. Unbelievable value here. 11.5 to 1. I, I, I got paid on Wednesday. I know what's happening. I mean, I can't wait. <laughs> so, so did I, and I'm not going to pu- jump in. So, uh, <laughs> like, um, oh, back, 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 back to our civilized conversation that we were having. Um, mm. Isaac Desobo has gone and won on Chep So Heavy, and mm. Chep So Heavy is quite heavy. He has had a bit yeah, of time is, since that, that is since heavy. the start of December to recover, but still, rather a horse hadn't run on it. Goodly Parks, you know, he's got a nice profile. Unbeaten horse, um, nice run at Newbury in December. Soft grounds, nothing worse. Won by a fair margin. Um, mm. Very impressive. Went clear really, really easily. Yeah, five five to four. You know what? You know if, if you're if you're Paisley Park inclined, I don't mind the Park Road travel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, That's an if you're Paisley Park inclined. I prefer. <laughs> You put the the forecast in there, the reverse forecast, um, and if you play Paisley Park Dash or Dash or reverse forecast, you can currently get five to one. So, oh, well, there we go. That's I think that's a, I think that's a decent shout. I think that's a good shout for the listeners. We've actually come up with some yeah. coherent content there. <laughs> yeah. I'll be interested to see what Johnny Who does. I mean, he's not going to beat Gary yes. Park, but I'll be interested to see. Um, yeah. It'll give us a line on Captain Teague and look away, really, won't it? Yes, absolutely. And I think yeah. Captain Teague is a horse that a lot of us want to see more of and hopefully winning more races. Mm. The last time, you know, and last was it last time I had really disappointing performance? Yeah. No, Everyone, no. Was it at Cheltenham? Yeah, no, it was the last time that... Captain Captain Teague won last time out, the shallow, but... but, but, but oh, the race, ball. Sorry. Not, not, Lost last time at Cheltenham, though. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think every man and his dog had, had a tenor on Captain Teague to win that day. Um, and off, didn't yeah. quite yes. yeah, I did. get the job done. So, I mean, this will all play into that form. Um, but I think Gidley Park, Johnny Who, um, will be the t- first two home. Definitely. Well, I mean, like, not definitely. I can't say for sure, but... It looks like it. Uh, okay, well that's that's all Cheltenham done. Oh, let's uh, let's have a bit of fun. Um, what's the? Uh, well, I know what Jack's going to say in terms of his best bet. He's going to tip up this blooming treble, isn't he? So, um, Josh, your so what's your best bet of the day? Um, I I do think this horse has. No, I, I don't think Garlor has blowout potential. Garlor, each way. Okay, uh, and Jack, if you had to pick a single. Then who? What is it? If you're going to put a single, but you're going to put a hundred, you've got a hundred quid. You got you can use it on a single. What's it going to be on? Uh, does this include the Cleve Hurdle? It or includes we... all. It includes all races. Which which was you most essentially? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you're going to say Paisley, so you can't say Paisley. Um, that's. Uh, I'm going to go with. It's a real tough one. I'm going to go with that's all right, G. That's all right, Gino. Interesting. Wow, think, interesting. Interesting. I think he's a horse on the upgrade. I think Snowden and Sheen, I think they know that. And I think they know they can take on Stairway Fay. Wow, yeah. a, sens- a sensible selection from Jack Colden. Yeah. yeah. I thought I I, 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 he will be... Oh, he will be running in a big race in 2025 I think I think he I okay. think he could 
Yeah. I'll be I'll be really interested to see what happens March this year and building on that for uh next season. Hmm. Interesting. I okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh I'm gonna go with blow your wad uh, win only in the uh twelve forty. Yeah, there you go. Um Right, okay, that's it. That's Chel- that's Cheltenham preview done. We'll just do we've got a quick little uh for not fi- final section, just some anti post selections. We're obviously talking about Cheltenham Festival here in March. Unless you want to have an anti post selection for Punchestown or Aintree. Um <laughs> uh, right, uh what's 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 been what's been tickling your fantasies then, gents? Well I'll just hop in and say I I have before the Lawless of Nace hurdle, I did have, to keep the record straight, a bet on Lecky Watson for the Albert Bartlett at mm-hmm. 20, 20, well, 28.0 on, on the machine. Uh, is, now, is, is now trading at 18.0 on the machine. Um, I still think he's got a chance. I think there are probably more likely winners. I don't rate mm-hmm. the anti-post favourite high-class hero as strongly as some others do. Um, uh, yeah. But if Reed and Tommy Ron goes there, I feel like I might think about cutting my losses. Um, Oof, well, heavens. well, that's, that's I, not, I, a, not an inspiring take. But, then, uh, I, I was ha- I'm, I'm happy with the price I have on Lecky Watson, but I wouldn't be betting at the 18.0 it is now. Uh, in, ter- in terms of an additional selection, I... I'm quite interested in one in the Brown Advisory. Right. Um, we we all watched um, Corto Star over Christmas, didn't we? Um, in a Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think Hermes Allen, who he beat what in the second that day, I think that's still good form. And I think okay. he's been overlooked for the Brown Advisory because of this. I think it, you can get 16, 20 to 1. I don't think he's bad value for it. No one disliked Hermes Allen's chances more than Josh Percy did last year. So that's, yeah. that's quite interesting. It, it's, it's, it's high price. I, I, I don't yeah. think it's a bad price. That's all I'll say. I'm just, I'm just having a look now. Hermes Allen lost by 11 lengths to Le Francais, who... Yeah, could be, could be, could be unbelievable. It's just an absolute monster, um, from what's from what we've seen. But if you look um, at the form, uh, Giovinco ran in that race. Giovinco wasn't beaten far um, by Stay Away Faye. Really, should have beaten Stay Away Faye, and Giovinco pulled up in that. Yeah, I mean, I thought Giovinco looked really poor, um, which is quite sad to see. Um, mm. Yeah, a horse that I've given a few chances and I'm now sort of afraid to say let go. Um, okay, uh, Jack. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think in the bumper, in the champion bumper, Ooh. after oh, watching yeah, okay. oh, yes, I know that performance last week, Maureen mm-hmm. looked re- showed a very very impressive turn of foot. Um, mm-hmm. and I will love to see her turn out at the DRF. Hopefully, I don't know if she's got an entry or not. Um, I will just check that now. But I got involved for the festival, a very very small state because it it, it can can be an absolute lottery. This and unlike any other race at the festival, you know you can have horses who turn out three weeks before. And you know can impress, so mm-hmm. it'll be um, Maureen for me in the champion bumper. Just I so. I can't see an entry at the um, no, neither can I. The Irish Dublin uh, Race Festival, but into but. six to, into six to one for the uh, for, for for that uh, race. Um, I, you can get eight, you can get eights, you can get eights. Yeah, eights. Well, there you go. I think I think there's value there because I don't. I don't think personally that there's been an absolute standout performer so far. Um, mm-hmm. Another horse yeah. I'm interested in I'm, Queen's I'm, Gamble I'm, for the Mayor's <laughs> Novice Hurdle. Would, would you not say Dysart Enos has that wrapped up? No. I think 
Queen's Gamble for Harry Derham is getting there. Every race there's improvement. <laughs> um, so I just can't get over the fact Queen's Gamble from last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I this is this is my next fan club. This I will be on <laughs> I will be on this oh, this ride gosh. till till the very end. So yeah. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes that happens. You do just get sucked in, and it can hurt you. Um, but yeah, I was just looking at Queen's Gamble one at one at Taunton just before New Year. There you go. It's the stuff that makes you win Cheltenham races. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. The, well, I'll, as 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 usual, the the old proviso that anti-post betting now is pretty much dead, and that you you will large you will probably get. Just as good a price, maybe even a bigger price on the day at this point. Um, but of course, there will be changes. You know, and you, you'll, you'll, prob- you'll probably get more more place concessions as well. So you might as well. Uh, unless uh, unless you get exceptional value. Unless yeah. you get involved with Paisley Park, it will be five to one and shorter on the day. So sixteen. Paisley now. Park will not win the Stayers Hurdle. <laughs> it is not happening. I'm just looking at, uh, at Odds Checker. Uh, there are other uh, sites available, not really, but I'm on Odds Checker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there are. There definitely are. There, there are, but you know, you know, everyone uses them. Come on. Um, is you've got Irish Point four to one, Tiapu fours, Crambo fifteen to two, a pair of pass eight to one, which I would be looking at quite. Closely now. So Gerhard 12s, Monkfish 20s, Soderbergh 25s, Paisley Park 25s. Paisley Park 25s. I don't think Paisley Park winning the Cleveland will turn it from 25s to 5s. <laughs> when when, when, when I see you on Saturday, Jack, you need to show me your Paisley Park slip. Fine. And then I'll believe that you're on, but I, I don't think he'll win. There you go. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing really to say about anti-post. I've I've been much more disciplined this year. Been far more disciplined, so don't want to waste a load of top, uh, money on that. Okay, well, gents, uh, have we got anything else? To say? Any shout-outs? No shout-outs. No, that's it. no, no, no ne- ne- never any shout-outs. We live quite sad lives. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's that's good. No, okay, no one's running the length of Africa. Not this year, anyway. <laughs> he must finish soon, soon surely. Well, he's he's yeah. getting there, he's getting there. If he, if he gets to Algeria. Well, please um, make right. sure, if, if, if you haven't followed him, just donate some money. He's done something incredible, and he's not getting the recognition he deserves. No, no, that's no, that's very, that's very good. That's very true. Uh, well, yeah. Who, who'd have thought we'd end this podcast with a shout out for Hardest Geezer? Uh, right, okay. Uh, and with that, we're gonna say goodbye. Um, uh, listeners, thank you very much um, for taking time for this podcast. Um, we hope you've had, we hope you have a, a good Saturday at uh, at the Norm. Uh, Jack, thank you very much. Oh yeah, cheers! Thank you very much. Yeah, there we go. Bit of delay on the line. Um, no, Josh, thank you as well. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Right. Uh, we are available on the social media. You can find us at Life of the Bridal on X, probably known as Twitter, and on the Instagram. Thank you very much. And of course, we're available on all available podcast providers. Uh, we'll see you soon. Goodbye.